Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 29th, 2016. This is Tech Talk Today, episode 238. My name is Chris. And I'm Angela. Hey, Angela. Good morning to you. Good morning. Hey, so uh, just in case anybody wonders what's going on in the background, that is not Rikai chasing spiders. <laughs> you might hear some construction going on in the background, but hopefully it won't pick up because you'll be too focused on the amazing insight from our Mumble Room. Time appropriate greetings, Mumble Room. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Woo-hoo. Set you up for that one. I hope <laughs> nice. you don't mind. I, I hope you. Uh, I hope you're okay. I hope you're going to live up to the expectation of what I have just said. We all know the breaking news today. News. Yeah, of course. Uh, the case against Apple is pretty much over from the FBI as they say, hey, you know what? Turns out a third party came along with a working hack. Did you hear about this story, Andrews? No. Yeah. So this is the big news today. It happened late yesterday. The uh, FBI. Now, they were actually they were they had till the 5th. They didn't have to come out until April 5th mm-hmm. today. Like I said, just a couple minutes ago is the 29th. Um, and so they uh, they came out early and say, oh, yeah, it turns out uh, that unbreakable iPhone where we exhausted all possibilities. And the director of the FBI even testified in front of a panel that they had exhausted all possibilities. Uh, turns out hadn't exhausted all possibilities. And uh, now we don't need their help. And we've, mm-hmm. we're going to be unlocking it. And, uh, of course, to me, uh, this seems to be a pretty significant development. And the mainstream media is covering it like crazy. And I'll just give you a little take of it right now. This here is uh, a report from uh, Fox – or no, I didn't play the Fox one. This is from uh, from CBS's new digital division that they're trying to push <laughs> really hard. Yeah, I even have a CBSN streaming app on my uh, TV now that uh, let me, uh, that I watched during the uh, the latest elections. They're, they're really pushing this. And so they're covering the uh, digital stories, as it were. The FBI has unlocked the iPhone of one of the terrorists in the San Bernardino massacre. This may end the legal battle with Apple. A judge had ordered Apple to help the FBI to write new software to allow them access to the phone that Apple had refused. And now the Justice Department says it will withdraw its request for Apple's help. CBS News' Chip Reed is in Washington with more on this tour. And Chip, do we know how they found a way to unlock the phone? Well, we don't really at this point. We know it was a third party that was involved in this, but they won't even tell us who the third party is. There has been talk that people at various universities uh, have been involved in try. In fact, I'm sure lots of people were trying to uh, do this because they certainly would make a name for themselves as uh, brilliant scientists uh, if they could figure it out. Uh, but at this point, uh, we don't know who it is, and they have said they're not going to tell us. That doesn't mean it won't leak at some point, but at this point, we just don't know, DeMarco. All right, Chip Reed in Washington. Chip, thank you. Thank you, Chip. So that's Chip's report there, Angela. And, uh, of course, this is not exactly sitting uh, very comfortable with Apple. Uh, Apple is uh, responding to it already, saying that the case should never have been brought, essentially saying it was a disgrace and that the conversation needs to continue. Ars Technica points out that Apple likely can't force the FBI to disclose how it got the data from the seized phone. They really have no mechanism to do that. Um, and the FBI may not reveal it. Rumor is uh, an Israeli company, I think, called Celebrate. Is that right, Mumbrum? Is that what you guys have heard? Is uh, capable of doing this. They had a, they had something for iOS 8 in the past, and so they likely are the contract firm. Outs- it's been implied that it might be somebody outside the U.S. Hmm. Yeah, from what I heard, that they took the memory chips out of the, of the cell phone and put it into another device to decrypt it. Which is exactly what I was suggesting uh, since we started covering the story. Because then you can just access the file system. There's no – it's like uh, it's like hacking a Windows PC 
why try to log in th- with a username and password and figure out the administrator username and password when you could just extract the hard drive and access the NTFS file system? So it's the phone's the same thing. It's just a different storage mechanism. And on the five on the five C, the key is stored on the same chip that the file system is stored on. There's no secure enclave. Jeez. So here's my little uh, here's my little thought on this, uh, and it seems pretty obvious. It's not like I'm the only person that's speculating this. Uh, but oh, here's the or, here's the order of events, just so you know, Ange. Uh, the weekend before the Apple keynote, where they announced the new iPhone that you want, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Apple's case against the FBI was was starting to uh, was starting to get published online, and it was it was devastating. Apple's lawyers were were lapping the FBI. Right. Uh, they they had uh, filings that Jesus, you know, I just. I got how many things do I have to mute these days so that way my devices don't ding while I'm on air? Hold on just a second because apparently it's every single thing that I have in my possession. Uh, Apple was lapping. So they had uh, so they had legal filings uh, that. Uh, uh, basically, we're pointing out all of the logical flaws in the FBI's case, and we're citing previous cases the FBI had used that were sort of undoing their own case. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was beginning to happen was momentum was building that the FBI might be losing this case. So over the weekend, the FBI pivoted from facts to wanting to bring in testimonial witness uh, or witnesses to testify to sort of appeal it at the emotional angle of the mm-hmm. case because they realized they were losing the facts of the case. Wow. And by Monday or Tuesday – I think they decided to scrap that, which is when Apple had their keynote. They they talked about their fight with the FBI. Mm-hmm. They talked about the new devices. And then the next day, the FBI said, well, let's wait. We're going to hold off. We're going to hold off. And then today, it's come out. Ah, we don't need it. Yep. Pretty interesting sequence of events. I think what was going to happen is instead of setting a precedent that Apple had to unlock the phone and create software to do it, they were about to set the precedent that the All Writs Act couldn't be used for that. Mm. The All Writs Act wasn't a, wasn't a, wasn't the right avenue to take for them. Apparently, that case wasn't going to hold up. And if they, if that if that they could have set the opposite of press, precedent, saying you can't use the All Writs Act, which could affect a whole bunch of other cases. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting development. I don't think the whole fight's over yet, but at least this particular battle is. Mumble room. Any other thoughts on the story before we move on? No. All right. All right. Well, then, Angela, are you ready for it? Are you excited for it? For SoundCloud to release their nine ninety nine music premium track streaming service. It's a new what? sound. Oh, that's right. Hold on a second. New music. I, okay. Here's my impression. Get it from SoundCloud. What's up? What's up? Here's my impression of SoundCloud as a uh, as a as just a user and listener of music. I was under the impression that SoundCloud was like a, a free place where you could. Host your music. Yeah, it's like and share with other, It's like an indie version. It's like YouTube for for audio files. Right. Yeah. But now they're charging. No, no, no. SoundCloud. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Oh my gosh, they say it right here. Often billed as YouTube for audio. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Uh, they have a new subscription tier launching uh, first in the U.S., which will give users access to 125 million tracks, including premium licensed content on demand, for 9.99 a month. They'll have an iOS app, which you can buy it in, and probably an Android app. Uh, I don't know. No so, ads. So you get no advertising when you're a, when you're a, when you're a subscriber. You get access to premium content as well as all the regular free content. Hmm. I I just don't have any app. This is obviously. I know. I mean, like, so we already pay for Pandora and Spotify and iTunes. Anybody in the uh, Mumble Room a SoundCloud user? Because I know there's. I know. I know yeah, following. there are. Here's. Yeah, I, go ahead. Yeah. 
I use SoundCloud for certain things. Um, I don't do a lot with it, but there's a few people that I follow that if they've got music on their YouTube channel that I like, then I want to download, I usually go to their SoundCloud and download from there. Mm. I don't like, I don't want to spend money on it, of course, because I don't want to buy, send, give the money to SoundCloud. I'd rather give the money straight to the artist, to the person who, yeah, mm-hmm. the creator. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or the referrer, even, even the referring source, as opposed to the yeah. host of it. There was someone else too that, uh, yeah, uh, I use SoundCloud when I want to find new, newer songs, newer remixes, um, just artists in general that I like. John, but how many times would you say you visit SoundCloud a week? Uh, probably every day. Okay, wow. all right. So is this subscription service something that might be appealing to you? Yeah, very much so. I can hopefully, if uh, they get the same amount of tracks that Spotify has as well, which I don't doubt they will, then I would definitely drop Spotify and pick up SoundCloud. Ah, well, you know, SoundCloud is having a super tough time with revenue because you think about it, even even though they're not doing video, what they're doing is still extremely expensive and really. Uh, the reason why uh, YouTube is able to do it is because Google bought them. And so SoundCloud is having a really tough time. So maybe this would be a way to sort of shore some up some of that revenue loss. So like yeah, Sound- yeah. SoundCloud is going to like have Britney Spears and other like I modern they artists? They, say, or they haven't it- said because what they just say is uh, they say premium music content in here. And there's literally no mention of any artist in this particular article. Now, I'm sure hmm. I'm sure they probably posted it somewhere. But in this particular uh Jumba, do you know which if they have? Is it just general artists like uh, like your 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 Tay Tays and your your Britney Spears? See, I'm not too sure about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but they've said on the actual uh, title that it's uh, aiming to rival Spotify. Right. So my exactly. guess would be yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're comparing to Spotify and Apple Music in their marketing. I see. So I, I see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, I find I find it pretty pretty non appealing to me, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like, even though I'm not a huge as a huge Pandora user anymore, I really don't want Pandora to go away either. I know. Cheryl, keep it up, SoundCloud. I like you. Yeah. This one's something. How about this? A malware scam, which appears to be using GPS data to catch speeding Pennsylvania drivers. How much do you like this? So you get an accurate speeding report from the phone. So you get some malware on your phone. It's using your GPS. It notices you're speeding, and it uses that to guilt you, you know, like, like, to, like fishing that it's like a... Uh, like it's a Pennsylvania police note. We've noticed that you're speeding. Pay now, citizen. Oh my gosh! Could you, you imagine? Install that on your phone, dude. It comes. So what happens is, is the app itself writes you an email. It says, "That's uh, cool." On this date, <laughs> at this time, in this location, and it oh uses your gosh. first name and last name. You it just spe- scrubs from your email or your phone, right? right? Yeah, like you were going at this speed. This infraction statement contains an image of your license plate, and the citation must be paid within five working days. Now, I don't know about the image of the license yeah, plate. Yeah, how would it do that? Maybe you just accidentally don't attach that but uh, and just claim it was a, an attach fail. But how about that, huh? Now, this is a, like more of a work-in-progress proof of concept, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, this, came, this was something that uh, came out of uh, some cops found at the, I guess it's called Ted Riffin. <laughs> I don't know exactly how you say it. Ted Friend Police Department, which is close to Philadelphia. Hmm. Uh, and so they had a report of this. And then it seems like it's just more of a proof of concept. But this is the future right there. Malware yeah. on on smartphones is going to be so much better than malware on PCs ever was. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, it's going to be so quaint. Two two things struck me when I thought it, when I when I read this. The first thing is by the time Dylan and Abby and Bella are our age, 
computers will have always been the thing that can fit in your pocket, and there will be it'll be a, it'll be weird because their parents used to have these rooms they went into with these <laughs> desks where they sat down and used these big computers that had these problems. But the problems that we had will seem so quaint to them compared to the problems they're going to have right. with malware that's tracking their GPS and knows their name and knows yep. their location. Their malware is going to be so much more badass than our malware ever was that even our malware is going to seem quaint to them. And this right there, ladies and gentlemen, that's the beginning. At least, that's my prediction. <laughs> All right, Andrews. Uh, okay. Buckle yourself up because it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, we've speeded right along because everybody's so talkative Ooh, in this edition. I, well, actually, before we get into okay, I'm this. Okay, I'm ready. Um, Instagram is, did you hear the Instagram? The feed thing? Yeah. Tell me about the feed thing. So it's like they're doing the Facebook customized feed thing. This is a big, I wasn't yeah. sure if we should so, talk about it. It's not like some big controversy. I know, and I don't have a, a particular article to reference, but the gist of what I understand is they are going to, it's not going to be chronological anymore. And... However, you can click on somebody's three dots in the upper right-hand corner and follow them now. So even though you're already following them, like you've friended them, now you also have to follow them as a way to tell Instagram, hey, I'm, I'm following this person, but you know what? I really want to see their posts. It's dumb. Well, that's what you say. That's what you say. I think it is. I, I, okay, so what was it? Like two days ago, you're like, hey, I got a great picture on my Instagram feed. So I'm like, all right, I'll open up the Instagram app. Well, I got, I had like 10 pages of pictures of people's studios and barbecues before I got to <laughs> your page. And then I'm like, and then like it, to see each one, there's like four or five more studios and barbecues in between each image. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I could, I could see the need for a curated feed I where, see. you know, yeah, because like, you follow me. Right. Well, because like right now when I log on Facebook, usually like, you know, four or five people are, and yours is usually one of them, they're on the top mm-hmm. of my Facebook feed and then everybody else just sort of trickles out at the bottom. Uh, but I guess we would get a lot of backlash about this change. So I, it looks like Instagram may switch back to the uh, – maybe dialing this back. I'm not sure. They say, we're listening and assure you nothing is changing with your feed right now. Yeah. Hmm. Here's what I never understood about this. Mm-hmm. Why can't you have both? It is – Yeah, or why can't you choose? Choose the way that you – that what? your Instagram is displayed? This isn't even yeah. technically Facebook lets you just go look at like if you just want Most the, recent stories or um, – Yeah. Or what's the other one? Most recent or top. And here's the thing I don't yeah. understand about it. It's not like they have to write that code. They already have the yeah. standard timeline code. That's what exists today. Right. So you just implement both, and you do your fancy curated feed as the default, and you can have a little, little, little link at the top or a little tab. You switch yep. over. Boom. And that's yep. That is what Facebook has, and Facebook owns Instagram. So I'm not sure why. They, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, and Instagram's still crazy. It's getting like I wasn't joking. Like it's so busy now. Like I haven't been on there in probably legitimately two three months. Mm-hmm. And I open it up, and it's like ho- ho- all all the people that I I had followed are still active, and more people are active. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really grown. Yeah, well, it's because it's great. There's no well, there are ads now, but um, it's just it's not a bunch of like uh, today political re- or yeah, yeah or reshares yeah. or it's just a picture of. You know, somebody's life. sandwich or life. Typically or, life. Or a leaf. There are, you just have to unfollow the people that choose yeah. to put memes and yeah. other stuff there. But yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of, I wasn't, so as a as an Instagram user yourself, mm-hmm. no change, you say. I, I don't want to be anti-change. I feel like I, the, core, what's the, the core of this stuff is anti-change. What I don't like is the fact that if I friend somebody, it's because I want to see their content. I don't want to have to go, have to go an additional step to say, okay, I want to follow this person even more. It just seems stupid. Isn't it about advertising? Isn't it about yeah. making it easier to insert advertising? Yeah. 
I'm sure it is. Hmm. Mumbra, many thoughts on social media or on Instagram in particular? I don't think I don't. I would bet not. The only one I really use is LinkedIn. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. All right. So, and the value in LinkedIn is professional for you, or <laughs> yes, professional. Trying to find employment yeah. with uh, companies, trying to yeah. put my name out there with the technical skills I've got, uh, servers, Windows Server, and all that stuff. I have on another point. Yeah, uh, there's a feature in OpenSUSE that I had just found before I had made switch from SUSE. Did you know that in Yast, when you go into the software manager, you can actually go and look at the order on the there's a function in the software manager where you can see the order in which the packages were installed on which day that's fancy that sounds uh linux unplugged worthy that, yeah that's not really related but that is actually really cool you know uh, from like a uh, especially from a rig like if you had it installed for like a long time you know you go back in time like oh yeah i, I installed telegram three years ago or something like <laughs> <laughs> I get all this out. Um, all right, so just one one last quick uh, point I'll make on on all of this is the reason I think the bigger story here is is I just I, I watch for us to be anti change because I hate to be anti change um, and so when LinkedIn came around I that was sort of my limit I was like I'm not anti I'm not anti social media exactly it's just I could only do so much so for me uh, LinkedIn was sort of the one step too far but it guilts me in all the time because I constantly get these connect or uh, promote or whatever it is and I'm like I'm sorry and for some reason I have like a couple of profiles on there I don't know what's <laughs> up with that and it's so I, I don't know LinkedIn is, is just yeah, a rough Yeah it's one. an oddball for me too every time I do get an email and I'm like huh I wonder what's going on there I'm so thankful that Firefox has remembered, remembered my password <laughs> you know, or my login <laughs> like oh thank goodness because oh, yeah. to go through the effort of resetting my password just to log into something that I don't even use yeah <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we go into the Kickstarter of the week, which is actually an Indiegogo of yeah, the week. But but same difference, right? Probably, probably. Get ready for this thing. Uh, it's a head. It's a headbender. It's called Triton, the world's first artificial gills rebreather. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a rebreather with two thousand. 278 backers, a month left to go. A flexible goal so far. They have raised $841,000. Let me tell you about Triton. What were, did they hit Wait, their goal? Well, no, they have a, they have a quote unquote flexible goal. So they've ah. technically, they technically had a goal of $50,000. So they are currently at 1,682% of <laughs> their original goal. So they're doing. They're doing pretty good. They're doing pretty good. All right. So uh, here, let me introduce you to Triton. Uh, it's the James Bond style, Batman style, breathable gills underwater. Take it, guys. Hi, my name is Jebyon. I'm a designer and founder of Triton. I know that their uh, their gig is not uh, video production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay. I know. But you know what I'm about to say is, first of all, why is the, the music levels. so damn loud, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, turn the damn music down so yeah. I can hear what the guy's saying. He's hot. He, yeah, right? He he's not, a soft-spoken. He, and he's, he's soft-spoken and he's not proficient in English. So why? I mean, he's proficient, but he's I not. I drown it in music. Yeah, right? And so then they then they, then they they have to put subtitles up. But here, I'll play. You can, I'll play a little bit of it. <laughs> so you can hear it again. Chris just. My name is Jebyon. Yes, this guy's the founder. Triton is the leader to find solutions for an innovative building system in the water. Triton can be used for. Hold on a second, not to be totally a douche, but is that uh, is that Linux? 
That shit's Linux. He's doing that. Wait. No, wait, man. That's the start menu. Oh, sorry. He's just using open source app. All right. I saw. Okay. All right. Stand down. Sorry. I saw Firefox and an open source app. I thought it was Linux. Triton can be used for water sports like snorkeling, and Triton can also be the perfect tool for lifeguard at the beach or Alaska boats. This types of breathing system have been seen in movies, and with the latest technology, we made it to a real functional product. It's a product that has infinite potentials that can change our future. Change the future. How we breathe underwater. How we breathe underwater. Today, we can actually say that we are proud to be the first company that made the first functional artificial gas breathing system that people around the world can use for dancing, snorkeling, or use professionally. To breathe underwater, we must learn how to use complicated oxygen respirator. So he compares it to the uh, to the regular, uh, you know, using an oxygen respirator with a tank. But I, I want to skip ahead because you kind of get the idea, and I want to yeah. show you the demo of uh, them actually swimming with this uh, son of a gun underwater. They say it's legit. Here we go. Yeah, sometimes we just gotta, just gotta do it. All right. So a guy's swimming. No, he's not naked, and he's got the respirator, and he's giving the thumbs up. All right. Okay. He's still under the water. Still swimming. All right. Seems to be wobbling a little bit. See bubbles. So he's still he's still swimming, fast and slow. Various speeds. Now the camera cut there, so we don't know if he. Right, but there, he, but he is swimming. Okay. One thousand and six hundred percent of their original funding goal. This is the James Bond technology that uh, Q promised us back in the sixties. Uh, it's got a vibrator in it for some reason. Um, <laughs> it does. It has a lithium-ion battery. It has a dual micro compressor which compresses the oxygen. It's got an LED module and, of course, an air tank. Seems kind of too good to be true. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The mask is a mouthpiece respirator that allows users to breathe underwater simply by biting on the mouthpiece. The water is first sucked in by the mask's two arms. The oxygen is then extracted by a filter with fine threads and holes smaller than water molecules. The excess liquid is then released while the oxygen is stored by a micro compressor. It acts like a fish's gill to extract oxygen from water, so that the user can keep breathing while under the sea by simply wearing the mask. The compressor is powered by a micro battery that is supposedly 30 times smaller than its contemporaries, but charges a thousand times faster. All right, so uh, there was an article over at uh, IFL Science, and they say it's almost scientifically impossible to do this. The energy required to be able to split the oxygen out like that is ridiculous. The battery wouldn't be able to do that. The mm. energy required to compress oxygen like that is also ridiculous. Literally, it takes a nuke plant on a submarine to be able to do that right now. That's, wow. how, that's, how, the, that's how the U.S. Navy accomplishes that for their subs that are under the water for a long time. A long time. They use electricity to split, the, you know, to split it out, to split right. the oxygen out, and then they store that. That's what they're claiming, essentially, this thing's doing, which, which requires a reactor <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, on a submarine, uh, not to mention then the storage capabilities. So they could be electrolyzing the water, but it's very doubtful. They could be compressing the oxygen, but people say the batteries to be able to, to, be able to do that are not, won't be on the market for years. Um, 
And so then, you know, it vibrates because you're biting down on it, I guess. So, well, yes, yeah, so you know you've engaged it. Right. So I wonder, one, are your lips going to be completely numb? No, I think and it's two, like a, it's, if you stop biting down, do you stop breathing? <laughs> you know, yes. Like, yeah, that right? is yes. Yeah. I don't think it vibes the entire time. It's like a, <laughs> you've enabled breathe mode. <laughs> oh. That kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. All right, Mumble Room, what do you guys think? Could this be possible? I mean, they're, they got they got a lot of funding. They got a lot of videos. Um, they got pictures of the founders, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's legit. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Sounds uh, like a very overly complicated scam. Yeah. It seems like they, they, they honestly seem genuine to me. They say they've been working on this since 2013. They've got a demo of a guy swimming underwater. Where'd that come from? How'd the guy swim underwater? What's that about? Oh, it might be a professional diver that knows how to hold his breath. <laughs> but the way the bubbles were coming out and stuff? I know. I, yeah, I did see that. Well, it's probably him exhaling, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And what well, with all the video skips that i seen? Well, I only saw one. I mean, there's... Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's bring back in the, bring back in the sexy music. Let's get it. Do it. See, okay, this is one continuous thumbs up, thumbs up, no cut. He's swimming. It's a lot of no. There was a cut. No, there's no cut. Not yeah. there. Not yet. Not no, yet. I know. It's it's. Absolutely. There's no cut yet. It's when he. That's a direction. lot of bubbles. If you're holding your breath, that's a lot of bubbles to let out. And yeah, so it's right here. That okay, yeah, but still, there's been no cut, no cut, no cut, cut. See? That was yeah. the first cut. The and first cut is, uh, is 35 seconds in. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, except for the amount of bubbles that guy's got. Yeah, I know. Out. Well, yeah. I guess they could, oh, uh, you know how they would do it? The compressor. You just have an air, you just have an air cartridge in the yeah. mask. Oh. I was going to say a mini oxygen tank. Yeah, that's what's in there is a little, a little oxygen. They could have, they could have a little, they could have a tiny tank in there. Hmm. And not be doing any oxygen extraction at all. Hmm. hmm. All right. So I think we all pretty much can uh, can agree on this one. <laughs> not funding this project. Nope. But it would be a good one to watch because this is going to be great to follow up on. So if anybody out there sees any follow up stories, please submit them to the, to the subreddit uh, at techtalksdate.reddit.com. I would like to know what happens because it does seem scientifically impossible unless they have major breakthroughs. Major breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of major breakthroughs, teespring.com slash here's the thing. This is a breakthrough. We have a shirt that's on for just a limited time to help you start the conversation for your future Linux switcher and support our efforts at Linux Fest Northwest. And, no, yeah. and yeah. it is the first swag, uh, wearable swag item that has – no, it's not. I what? lied. What? That has a small Linux oh, the, show the, logo. the classy breast logo? The, yeah, the breast logo. Where the communicator which, badge would be in yeah, Star Trek? Yeah. We did it on the jacket, I realized, as soon as oh, I started yeah, saying that. This but, one is this, but never, this never is, on a shirt. Nope, never, never, never on a shirt, yeah. never on a hoodie, never on a long sleeve. Yep, so we got multiple colors, of course. Uh, a of lot hoodies. of colors. Uh, I think the gray looks the best. Yeah. Oh, you, that is – it's like a charcoal gray. Yeah, That is my great. favorite gray out of any of the clothes we ever get. And with the white logo on there, it looks really sharp. Yep. So on the front, it's got the logo. On the back, it's got – here's the thing. And it's got Tux with the JB Rocket saying, do you have a minute to talk about Linux? It's a fun shirt. How's, is it selling okay? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Teespring.com slash here's the thing. Support our initiatives. Specifically Linux Fest Northwest, but also get yourself some great swag. It's only got six days left. So by the time the next Tech Talk Today comes out – it's over. Done. It's yep. over, folks. We're um, so Teespring stopped showing what our goal is and how many have been purchased. So, for yeah. those of you listening to the show, we have sold as of this morning sixty-four out of one hundred. Oh, okay. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's because they've changed some of the back end stuff too. So yeah. Yeah. Boy, we, boy, we, boy, we're gonna need to sell a lot more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to get up to hundred before any of them ship? No. They, no. They no, will. No, that's print. one of the things they've changed. I think that's why they stopped showing that. Um, but uh, it, but we are not going to make very much of anything if we don't get there, which is sort of the point of uh, this initiative. Teespring.com slash here's the thing. It's great. Schwag. Check it out. Speaking of supporting, why not support the whole dang network, future initiatives, and get yourself in on a little bit of behind the scenes from here and there every now and then. That would be over at patreon.com slash today. That's funding for every single show on the network. Infrastructure cost, low-level stuff, future improvements, investing in the network, launching new projects that are audience first. All of that is made possible at patreon.com slash today. And if you are a patron already or if you want to become a patron real quick, go over to patreon.com slash today and you will get access to a new test broadcast that we are trying out just exclusively with our patrons. There are test audience. We have a new new show idea Mm -hmm. that we're getting their input on. And you can get a first peek before it ever airs, or maybe it will never air, depending on their feedback. Patreon.com slash today to support the network. And were you going to toss something in there? Nope. Uh, Just give us your two cents on that. I got some pictures of people getting their swag. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know. That's nice. So Patreon.com slash today. Jumba. Jumba, did you get uh, swag recently? Are you a swag club member? Yes, I did. Oh, well, right on. Congratulations. That's cool. Thank you for being a, a swag club member. We really appreciate no that. I and, enjoy it. Yeah, good, good. Uh, and uh, so uh, did you get a chance? Don't say anything. Don't spoil anything. But did you get a chance to see the test show? No, I have not. Okay. When you get a chance, give it a look and leave your comments and your thoughts and let us know what you think. Patreon.com slash today if you want to sign up. And if you're already a member, it, if you're already a patron, it is in your feed already. Any level. Open it up to any level. Patreon.com slash today. Thank you, everybody. Now, with that wrapped up, we're going to end the show with something that I thought was real quaint, Andrews, because, you know, we are crossing into a new era with payments. You got payments on your phones. You got payments on your watch. You got chip and pin coming to the U.S. A whole bunch of payment systems around the United States are getting replaced right now and upgraded. Uh, And and some stores you go into, like Best Buy, they have uh, right now, our local Best Buy, they have equipment to do all of the phone payment stuff, but they haven't quite turned it on yet. Like, they even have, like, the logos and all that. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're not doing it yet. We're still testing. We're still testing. So it's funny now to look back at, oh, I don't know, 1977, when the uh, credit card industry was just trying to convince people to give it a shot and get processors in their store to begin with. So... uh, Oh, hold on, hold on. So I'll play that for you. Don't forget, if you want to submit content to the show, go to techtalktoday.reddit.com, patreon.com slash today to support us, and jblive.tv to watch us live. And if you do like to watch live, or if you notice maybe a Tech Talk didn't show up in your feed, check that calendar with Linux Fest coming up, people in town, ham hauling, and spring break. There may be... Um, uh, Apache sort of next couple of weeks for this show. Mm-hmm. Our apologies up front. My my ideal scenario would be we don't we don't have to skip too many shows and maybe even while some folks are in town, they of sit down them. and join us. Yeah, you know, yeah. We Definitely. could have a lot of fun. All right, so that'll wrap us up for this episode of Tech Talk today. Thank you for being here. Now I take you back to 1977. Say goodbye, Andrews. Goodbye, Andrews. These days, there's a whole new look to American stores. And behind the scenes, things are changing, too. We're working on a new telephone technology that should make shopping easier and faster. Everyone's been stuck holding the bag in a checkout line before. Look at the size of this line. 
But instead of waiting in line while they check your credit card number in the book, then call up to check your balance. The line's moving. Come on, Daddy. And then do all the paperwork, too. The Bell System has recently developed Transaction Network Service. Thank you. A service that enables a business to verify credit in seconds. This economical computer communication system uses sophisticated new Bell System equipment. The complex circuitry and high-speed switching systems designed by engineers at Bell Labs help businesses keep bad checks and credit cards in line and help you... Thank you, sir. That's it? ...get to the head of the line fast. Daddy, can I have ice cream cone? Well, why not? We got lots of time. The Bell System. People using technology to help keep down costs and improve service. Keeping your phone system the best in the world.